Hey family, I'm Coach Cass. Welcome to The Hub. On today's show, we have Sierra's in the house from ATL, <laughs> Delta Sigma Theta. So excited to have you, Sierra. How you Thank doing? Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Girl, so let's get right to it. Tell us a little bit about your love journey. What, what has happened in your love journey? Tell us a little, little something. Oh, Lord. Um, so for me, what I find is the difficulty of finding an individual who understands, I guess, the female who is like super ambitious, has a lot going for herself. I know for me, oftentimes when I'm dating, especially during this season of my life, I've had guys who say, well, do you even have time for me? And my mindset is like, if I am being intentional about making time for you, then that should be enough, right? I think going into dating, letting the individual know, like, these are my goals. This is what I want to pursue. Like, the ultimate goal is marriage and, and building a firm foundation and joining together as a, as a partnership and generational wealth and all these things. And so a lot of the guys, they're not intimidated, but, like, when they see all of the things that I'm doing, it's just like, well, do you even have time for me? Mm -hmm. um, as of right now, in the city of Atlanta, I operate as a licensed associate professional counselor. I'm also a national certified counselor. Uh, this weekend, I, at, at the time of this recording, I'm getting ready to launch a conference, a free digital conference that mm -hmm. has pretty much taken up a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. And I really want to have a partner who, who is considered a partner, somebody that I can talk to on a regular basis or let my vulnerability show, uh, let it be known that like, hey, yes, I'm a boss, but I still want to cuddle. I still want to have a good time. <laughs> Bosses like cuddling too. Bosses <laughs> like cuddling too and having quality conversation and going on walks and just being a regular human being. I think oftentimes, especially with this space and especially during this time of like racial profiling and like racial injustices, like, but I think women of color, we always have to be mindful of how we show up. And I think in the area of dating, I don't want to worry about how I show up. I just want to be my authentic self. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> all of that. I, for everybody watching and listening, I need you all to snap right now. Just snap. That was poetic, girl. Okay, so the plight of the ambitious woman. I get you. I yes. hear you. So, hmm. I, I literally just had this conversation. So I have a, a network of professional women that I support along their love journey. And in our last live love session, essentially one of our members just spoke about, you know, she's busy all the time and she's been seeing this guy, but she feels like he's not really stepping it up, you mm -hmm. know? And I asked her specifically, well, in other areas of his life, is he a take action kind of person? And she said, yes. I said, okay, well, then that's something to think about, right? Because if this person is not a take action type of person in other areas, you can't expect him to do nothing with you, right? right. So now, okay, so he's a take action kind of person. She's like, but I see that he's laid back with me. Like he, he you know, he kind of watches my moves because he knows I'm busy. So my pushback to her and to you is, okay, when you present yourself do you present yourself as busy? Meaning, well, you know, I got this, 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 you know, and you're kind of 
showing off or laying out all the things you have going on. So then now it's for the guy to figure out where he fits in. Mm. Or are you saying, hey, you know, I, I can have a full schedule, but I'd love to spend more time with you, you know? So what are some days and times that might be good for you? And let's see if we can make it happen. You know, there's just, there's just two different ways to doing things. I remember specifically speaking to a woman who's married, okay? Mm -hmm. Multi-millionaire who's married. And I remember her telling me that when her husband came home from work, he would spend all of his time with their two-year-old daughter and no time with her. And the last time she heard you're beautiful was on their wedding day. Oh, wow. And that, you know, at one point she told him, you know, what? you don't have to work. You know, I can make all the money, you know, mm -hmm. and he's an ER nurse. He's like, no, I still need something to have me feel like a man. Right? right. And there's something to that. As ambitious women, sometimes we tote all the things that we have going on and what we can offer that we forget that men still need to feel like men. They need to feel needed. They need to feel respected. And they also need to feel heard just like you. So one thing I know for a fact, just like you said, boss women need to cuddle too, right? <laughs> so I'll tell you that it's hard for them to know that if you don't show them that. Definitely, yeah. Right, so that's not gonna happen by osmosis. So it's really starting to think about, okay, how have I shown my, you know, shown up in these dating scenarios? Where does the conversation normally go? Does it usually rotate around my work? Does it usually rotate around my accomplishments or does it rotate around who Sierra is? And that's exactly the stance that I take. The conversations are who Sierra is because okay. I'm too busy, like showing who I am to the rest of the world. I just want my homeboy like i want my partner to be my homeboy that's what i was saying like sh i'm showing up my authentic self mm -hmm. when i come home i really don't want to talk about work mm -hmm. i don't want to talk about uh any clients or anything like that or issues at the job like mm -hmm. i want to be able to find my safe space in yeah. in you i think a huge part of it especially being as a christian woman mm -hmm. understanding that like marriage or just relationships are two whole people coming together yes. and, and recognizing like my identity is my identity yours is yours and we're going to um enjoy this journey alongside one another mm -hmm. uh, and so that for me that's exactly what you said that's where i'm at i really do not like waving this banner of superwoman. I, I've learned a long time ago. <laughs> trying to be superwoman does not help. Trying to uh, take away from my partner or belittle them or like stun on them, or always showing my business card that does not work. Right. I just, I still love like the feminine parts of, of just being a woman in a relationship. So. Right, right. So I, I definitely get that it can, it can be, um, annoying so as as a christian woman now right so in terms of dating as a christian woman how is that going for you ah that has been very new because i really don't know what space to navigate in right do mm -hmm. like i take the whole stance of being somebody's root to boaz you know mm -hmm. just showing up putting in work and hoping that a person notice me notices me Mm -hmm. Or do I shoot my shot and let it be known that, hey, hey I'm here. <laughs> so 
So I'm just trying to figure out what stance to take. And then mm-hmm. I'm just kind of, I think this is because even though I, I practice as a therapist, I also go to therapy as well. Mm-hmm. And one and topic therapist is a therapist. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I was talking to my therapist about is just getting comfortable with all the different aspects of myself and mm-hmm. being able to understand that I can live in the this and that instead mm-hmm. of feeling like I have to compartmentalize myself in different areas. And yeah. so like, even though I am a firm believer of Jesus, I still listen to trap music. I still, <laughs> I still do yoga. I still do like, Yes, Jesus and trap. Okay. Like I still have like a good time, you know? Yeah. And so there was this video of this, I guess this YouTuber there were, he posed this question are you sure you're really ready for a man of God? And I was just mm-hmm. like, wow, the weight that comes with that, uh, because we all understand that we all carry our own individual glories and manifestations and callings based upon God. But am I truly ready for the mandate on my partner's life? And so that's mm-hmm. something that I've had to walk through or even work through or kind of prepare myself for. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people always focus on like the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is ambitious you are ambitious <laughs> hallelujah right we always focus on the proverbs 31 woman but it's, it's more than just like learning to cook and make sure that you have the home together and being a good wife and being a good mother but i also think it's just like being able to be a great partner are you going to be able to support him the same way that i want support with my dreams and aspirations will i be able to provide that same level of support to him and mentally emotionally spiritually will i be able to cover him through prayer will i be able to like have his back you know when he has to to like move forward with whatever decision he has to make for our family so that's just my perspective as a christian woman in dating and just trying to like have those conversations with guys within the faith based area because mm-hmm. um, i noticed that a lot of guys they'll they they i, I guess they tread lightly because you know like the church space is very small so if they approach one person it, it kind of looks as though uh they're hopping from one woman to one woman so I, I i feel like that's the reason why they're not trying to you know let it be known that if a person is interested or whatever but it, it's it's kind of hard to navigate just to answer your question <laughs> <laughs> okay so I'll, I'll share a piece of my story as encouragement right so i met my husband i want to say in 2004 that's as far back as we can remember at a conference with 15,000 people. We were both in network marketing. And out of the 15,000 people, there was a glow around me. You know, that's, that's my story. So there was a glow around me and he had to just touch the hem of my skirt and get my phone number right. Yes. So we were in California and it turns out we were both from, from South Florida. So when we get back, you know, he wanted to come visit me. And when he was driving to my house, 15 minutes passed, 20 minutes passed, 30 minutes passed, an hour. He's like, whoa, you live too far. And so we decided that, you know, there was nothing that was going to happen because one, he lived far and he was in an on and off relationship and he had a big dog, right? I was going to say big dog. Anyway, (laughs) so we decided to stay as acquaintances. So I see him every now and then out and about when I'd go out, I'd see him. And we re-met towards the end of 2000. 11? Mm. Yeah, 2011, I think. 
one of those years, and at a friend's barbecue, right? So just in terms of where you find people at a friend's barbecue, we re-met and reconnected and we challenged each other on the we. And, you know, you could see this on my Instagram yeah. uh, if you want to see the silliness. I just posted it not too long ago. And um, we challenged each other on the we and I won no matter what the dance moves look like. And we kept in contact after that. And we talked like maybe once a week and, you know, just, just talking about life and ambitions and what we want. And I remember one, one day he said, you know, well, iron sharpens iron. How about we meet up, you know, and like talk in person. Maybe we'll do this once a month. And that meetup became our first date. Right. And along the journey, I, I had already decided to be abstinent because I realized that, you know, the people I had slept with before just, they didn't deserve it. Like this didn't work out. I was like, no more of this, right? <laughs> Help me, Jesus. So, <laughs> but it turns out, I remember hanging out with some of his friends one time and they said, how are you doing? I said, what do you mean? How are you doing? They said, well, we know he's abstinent. You know, how are you holding up? Right. And it was just so cool to meet someone who was already on the same plane yeah. as me. So then we had the same vision in mind, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just want that to be as an encouragement to you that there are millions of men out there that believe in God and live according to his principles. Because at the same time in this dating process, I just want you to think about, you know, what type of man do you want to lead your household? And if you're right. a Christian, what type of man, like literally, do they, who do they turn to when in trouble? Who do they turn to when not well? Who do they turn to when they're frustrated? Do they turn to God or do they turn to liquor? Do they turn to God or do they turn to their mama? Do they turn to God or do they turn to a friend? You know, like who do they turn to? And just taking a look at that, because sometimes we forget about that part of the process. Like, oh, he's good to me. Right. You know, he, he prays sometimes, you know, it's cool. But then when we're talking about the big scope of things, because life is always going to throw some, some, some twists and turns, like a pandemic, murder hornets, <laughs> African dust in the air, right. you know, whatever. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day, flying snakes, you know, so whatever could be going on in the world, you know, right. time of Moses with plagues and stuff. So you just never know. How does this person rise to the occasion or do they sink into quicksand? You mm -hmm. know, so that's just something for you to think about as you meet people as a Christian woman selecting your Christian man. Thank you so much for that encouragement because I know for me, every time there was this challenge called like pray for your future spouse uh -huh. and I had engaged in it and I still continue to do it like periodically. Like one thing that I've always prayed for is like, God, let him have a heart like David, because ultimately if his heart is turned to you and committed to you, then he'll know how to love me and how to lead our family. So that had, thank you for that, that confirmation. <laughs> You're, welcome. You're welcome. Awesome. I appreciate you, Sierra. So is there anything else you have a question on before I let you go? The only other question would be how to be truthful and honest or how to start those conversations about like health, right? So when we talk about love and relationships and I think oftentimes we forget about the finances piece, we forget about like those long-term plans, but we also forget about like health related matters. Mm -hmm. And so how do you bring up the conversation of like, what will life be like if I happen to be infertile? Or what will life be like if I needed to have some major surgery or whatever the case may be? I know we have that, that saying, till death do us part, like sickness and, and health, but mm -hmm. we forget that, that clause in sickness and, and health. 
Right. Okay. So that made me specifically think of a client that I've had that had multiple sclerosis, which is a degenerative disease that will end in, you know, her being bedridden Mm -hmm. and um, several other health complications. And she got engaged during quarantine. Okay. And she met her man on Hinge. Okay. Because I know I always get that question. Where'd she meet him? She met him on Hinge. And so, you know, just something to, to think about is that God has someone for everyone, you know? And when you believe that, it'll be okay. Like one of, one of the closest people to me, um, she ended up with herpes as a result of her first, the, per, the first person she was with. Mm-hmm. She's married and happy and healthy and her husband doesn't have herpes, but he accepted her for who she was, you know? So in terms of timing, you can always share, you know, is kids something that you want, you know, and that's, that's an open conversation. And do the kids have to be biologically yours or are you open to adoption, you know, and just, just having very simple conversations like that, knowing, yes, you have your own fears, but as you get to know someone and you connect and you click and you spend time together, you will know the right time to share, but understand that nothing is guaranteed, right? I I have a friend that was pregnant and was told to abort her pregnancy because her child had a hole in her heart. Everybody prayed over this belly, this child is everything. This child is now turning two. Yes, there are some delays, but that child is just fine. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, you can't read into the prescription or the diagnosis of the doctor sometimes because sometimes they they can't predict the future you know so is the person open to adapting if children are not biologically able to happen you know that's that's a big question because some people like oh well i only want my own biological child well okay well there's no guarantee over here you know there's there's just no guarantee right and in terms of surgery and things yes that is sickness and in health so then as you go through life, you know, just see how are they a caretaker? Are they a nurturer? And you share those things, you know? So it doesn't have to be on the first date because it's just getting to know someone. So have fun in dating. But if you see that there's a viable candidate of someone that you truly are feeling, then I would say, you know, slowly but surely just bring up different aspects of whatever it is that's going on with you. Oh, thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) that's got you girl thank you (laughs) you're welcome so i know at the time of this recording you are single so how about you share how people can get in touch with you just in case yes definitely if you want to holla at your girl (laughs) feel free to shoot me a dm on legacy spks on everything that's on instagram facebook you can also look at my website at legacyspks.com but i respond faster via dm on instagram at legacy spks nice i love it thanks for joining us sierra i totally appreciate you and to everyone that watched or listened, you know, I hope you got something from today that, you know, yes, you could authentically be yourself and everything is in God's timing. So this is just an encouragement to you that someone is looking for you. Now is just the question, can you be found? I'm just saying, make sure to follow us on Instagram at inspiremany. Love you guys so much. See you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.